everybody. I hope you're doing well today. And uh, uh, thank you for bearing with me as we go through um, our series of Who Does God Say I Am? And today I'm so excited to talk to you about something that I've just really struggled with lately. And I skipped all the others in the lineup and went straight to this one when I seen it. Because I was like, I knew I just needed to talk about this today. And that is God sees us as joyful. And the verse that I was given or that I had seen was um, John 15, one uh, eleven or John 15, 11, I think, or right in the mix. And it says, these things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. So in this verse, we see that God has joy, but that we also have the power to have that joy. So let's talk a little bit about that today. Um, I can tell you on a regular basis that my family definitely would not say that I am a joyful person. And I don't think that God would look at me right now and probably say that I am very joyful or find anything joyful about me. I often get really tied up in just the routine of life and how mundane it is and and just the, the over and over again. I mean, I thrive with the routine, but at the same time, it just kind of leaves, leaves me in a sad state. And I think it does a lot of us that way. And trying to conjure up joy seems to just take so much effort and a lot of money. Think about it. We spend so much money trying to just find things that we enjoy and finding joyful. Everything costs nowadays. And we concentrate on finding joy outside of our circumstances, outside of our home, out in the world. And try to do things or try to plan things that produce whatever joyful endorphins that we can uh, get our hands on. But what does God see in me that is joyful? Because I honestly don't feel it at all. So let me give you a little history. Did you know that there is 187 verses in the Bible that include the word joy. And reading over each one, I have found that most 95% of them talk about joy as an expression, an expression of us lifting our voices up. And that makes sense to me because when I really am full of joy and super happy, my first instinct is to sing. My heart is so full that my body just automatically just wants to break out in song. Not always in tune or with much grace, mind you, when I'm around the house, it's not. But it's almost like I just can't help myself. So one definition of joy in the Hebrew language means to be, means blithesomeness. Say that three times real fast, blithesomeness. Blissomeness means, according to the vocabulary dictionary, um, it means to be so lighthearted that you don't have a care in the world. Now, can you imagine having joy 
that joy in your heart. And that joy comes from not having a care in the world. And I want to know how to obtain it. So let's see what the Bible says more about this. Nehemiah, there is a verse that keeps coming to my mind when I think about joy. And it's a verse that my sister-in-law has sewn into this quote that she has made me. And it says, the rejoicing of the Lord is my strength. Or for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that means that joy means to rejoice. The rejoicing of the Lord is my strength. So if I was to take these two verses, the first one in the beginning and this one here, this is what I can conjure when I put them together. To obtain the joy of blissomeness and not have a care in the world, I need to take time rejoicing in who God is and what he has done for me. In return, it will give me strength. It will not just give me strength. It will sustain my strength. God always gives us the promise in Psalm 35. For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, a shrill cry, is what that means, cometh in the morning. We will have moments of sorrow, moments of dealing with God's anger over our sin. But as believers in him, we are favored. We are accepted as we are. We're favored. And he finds pleasure in us. This pleasure sustains us and carries us to a place of life. Not a life on earth, but a life in heaven. What I also love about this verse here is that it promises that joy always follows sorrow. Always. It may not seem like sorrow will ever end or like the plucking away of the dead branches in our lives will never cease, but God promises it will. Am I joyful? Yeah, I guess I am. And you know why? Because because today I'm going to concentrate and I'm going to meditate on all that God has done for me all that he has brought me through and all that he continues to promise to accomplish in me. Mostly I'm going to concentrate on his love that he has for me. And he shows me as I wake up every day to a fresh start that right there makes me joyful. I hope this has blessed you today. I struggled with posting this today because you know, everybody wants to read these such these uplifting things and they want to hear that God thinks I'm joyful for just the way I am sitting in the presence of where I am. But y'all, he is joyful. He loves us. We are his creation. But what I feel is most important as Christians is that we also know how to find joy in our life. Because that joy, how to find it, how to obtain it, how God created us to obtain it is more important than just knowing that God's just constantly looking at us with joy. 
Because we need to know. Sometimes we just need to know. And we know we are God's joy. When we look back over our lives and we see all the wonderful things that he's done for us, all that he's brought us through, and the fact that we're still holding on to our faith in him, that is what we are to him. That is why we are his joy. And I hope this has blessed you, and I hope you have a wonderful day.